0: Hello, Jay Petroquin here, uh, creator, writer, editor, etc. of Additional Postage Required. You hear the ends of the episodes, you know who I am and what I do. I am coming in here at the top to welcome you to the Season 1 finale of Additional Postage Required. So first off, uh, if you've made it this far, thank you. Um, If this is your first episode, please go back and start from the beginning. But if you have stuck with Clem and the kind Starlight through the entire first season of the show... We cannot thank you enough. This show is probably the hardest and most work I have ever put into a single creative project in my life. And it has been extremely fulfilling and rewarding to see it come out and to hear people talk about it and to get, you know, just just to have it out there in the world. This is something that's been uh, in the works for a very long time. And on that note... If you want to hear about how APR came together and exactly how long it's been, I have excellent news. Uh, In July, I am going to be recording a post-mortem behind-the-scenes episode uh, as a wrap-up on Season 1, alongside my co-writer and producer, Chris Hutton, and uh, Kai Swanson, who is the voice of Clementina Bianchi themself. We could go on all day about getting this show together, but we want to hear from you. So, if you have questions about the show, whether it's writing or casting or it's about a specific character you like a lot, we want to hear about it you can send in questions to additional postage required at gmail.com, or if you want, you can drop them in the show's channel over at the Moonshot Podcast Network Discord. Uh, we are asking people to get those in by July 10th to make sure that the kind Starlight gets them to us on time, uh, and we'll do everything we can to read them all and answer them all on the show. So uh, again, that's pretty much it. I'm just waffling here at the end of this uh, intro recording, trying to think if there's anything else to say, because it does just mean so much to me that we've reached the finale of the season so i guess i should just say uh without any further ado game day part 2
1: Folks, sports fans are crowding into the Jetson L. Cowlweather Memorial Board Fellowdrome for today's game! With 30 minutes to go until kickoff for the 36th annual Dark half Boardfellows Gauntlet. Get your hot dogs, popcorn, and novelty chalices of Monster Ale, the official malt liquor of Jetson L. Weather Memorial Boardfellow Drome. Coming to you live from the stadium, I'm Price Halfalter.
2: And I'm Bethany Now, and what a game it is, Price. Pair of twin hotshots new to the drone this year lead the Penzance Blitzers in a fiery match today against the Alcatraz Target Grades. This morning, both teams were getting practice laps in on the arena's 30 vertical feet of high-intensity track pipe, leaping through our state-of-the-art gravity boost hoops sponsored by Melkins Insurance and Hardware, and I got a look at them while doing my morning yoga in the commentator box. And you know what I said, Price? I don't know. Salute the sun! Oh, you kidder! I said to myself, you know what? It's athletes like this practicing on our beautiful drone that really remind me what it's all about and why people flock to our beautiful city. So to everyone taking their seats in the arena, and to all those watching at home, welcome to the pride of New Penzance!
1: Well said, Bethany! And now, for a word from another one of our sponsors, Elmer's Pancake Condiments!
3: What happened? Where? Right. (laughs) I'm at the drone.
1: Why is it light out there? Come visit in the next 72 hours for a free pan of Elmer's Spectre Pepper Sausage. Guaranteed to haunt your tongue for a full week.
4: Wait,
3: what? Why is it light out there?
0: Oh, fuck.
3: Standing up is killing me? Okay. I was doing the blue jay gum. I was done, and then I, ow, my head. Wait, is is that a burn lock? Did someone zap me? Why would they knock me out and just leave me here? How do I get out? Shit, I have to get out. Shit, ugh. Alcove, closet, anything. Okay, here we go. Okay, I think he's gone. If it's game day, there's got to be a hundred of those guys in here. I've got to get out of here. Wonder if Strelitzia let Alder violate the whole secure line thing to make sure I'm not dead. Ha! Would you look at that. Miss calls. Alright, Alder, you better be able to get me out of here. Sanctuary. What kind of bird? Lapland longspur, Endangered as fuck. It's me. Oh, Clem, thank God! Where have you been? Unconscious. Still in the drone. Help me out. You're still in the- Shit. Uh, okay, Where are you, exactly? What happened? I said all the stuff. I did my job. I was making my way out, and someone tases me out of my mind. Next thing I know, I'm waking up, and it sounds like the whole moon is in the Drome. Getting ready to see whatever happens in these things, I hurt. The Drome is crawling with guys, and I want out.
5: Okay, okay, let's figure this out. We got about 25 minutes until the game starts. Str- uh, how do I say this? The big surprise is going to come during the opening ceremonies. So you
3: need to get me out before then.
5: Maybe, maybe not. Security's tight like a turn in an alleyway. We've been watching all morning. I'll have to talk to the boss, okay? Can you hang tight for a few minutes?
3: I'm in a locker room that smells like three guys just standing here and sweat all day. Hey, wait though, what's Sterlitz Who? Ugh, what's she going to say? Don't leave me for dead here, man. I need to get out of here.
5: I'm sure she's not going to. I just have to flag her down so we can figure this out.
3: Alder, promise me. What? Listen, fuck the secrecy for one second. I know you believe in her. I do too. I think. She's got a good cause. But I've seen what happens when you're in a dangerous spot that's too close to her. I'm not going to get thrown to the wolves here, am I?
5: Clem, I promise you, I will make sure that doesn't happen. Okay?
3: Okay. And I promise to back you up if you get in any trouble.
5: It's a deal. Sit tight.
3: I took a breath, a really sweaty one. I cannot overstate how gross that locker was, and took stock. Four beams soaked with stuff that would blow up if the monster boards roared too loud. They take a while to set and turn active, Strelitzia told me. So that's how the guys outside were able to practice all morning without a problem. I wish that had woken me up sooner. As it was, I didn't have much else to do. So I sat there, wondering who had knocked me out cold like that, and why. What security guard sees an intruder, tases them, and then leaves them there? And for that matter, why had nobody found me in here?
5: Hello? Okay, we have a plan. Hey,
3: weird question. Uh, okay. I was out for hours. Why did nobody find me? Are there places here where the guards just don't go?
5: Actually, yeah. You said you were in a locker?
3: The stinky one,
5: yeah. You're probably in one of the abandoned locker rooms. When they built that place, the League was trying to push to make matches as big as 12 teams the new standard.
3: That sounds... chaotic.
5: It was. Extremely badass to see, don't get me wrong. But it didn't take long for people to smack into each other and get into some pretty gnarly accidents, and that was that.
3: So, what? Now these rooms are just unused?
5: I did say abandoned.
3: Huh. That seems really wasteful.
5: I mean, yeah. That's the whole deal.
3: Well, the good news is I guess I picked a good hiding place.
5: Don't get too comfy. You're going to want to get moving pretty soon.
3: Great. How soon is soon?
5: Well, like I said, it's going to be hard to get you out of there before Strelitzia cuts into the feed. So...
3: So we're doing it anyway and making it work because the alternative is a terrible idea?
5: Clem, you know she appreciates you doing this. Doing what? We're going to need you to... leave through the front door. Come again? You're in a locker room, right? Do you see any spare monster boards sitting around?
3: You want me to, like, go out into the arena?
5: There are two ways out of the guts of the drone. One is through any of the security doors, and those are being watched by a lot of guards. The other is out through the entry ports into the arena. Each one leads out into a little sky bridge, and then- Then onto like
3: a million miles of electric monorails and half pipes and crazy shit that can and will kill me.
5: Believe it or not, you'll be safer out there. The security guards aren't going to be able to get to you. And before you say it, no, you won't set off the gum. There are a bunch of safe zone platforms out there, so just get to one and hold tight while the boss distracts the crowd. And then what? And then we'll pluck you out. We're still debating the details of that part. Alder. I promised you, and I meant it, Clem. This is just like the first time we met. This is my town, and I'll get the carrier where they need to go. Monster boarders honor.
3: <sighs> okay, buddy. I'll start looking around for a half-decent board.
5: Good luck.
2: We invite everyone who hasn't to find their seats now. People on the upper levels of the Drome are reminded not to discard any of their trash over the edge, as littering onto an official match is recognized as a felony crime in the city of New Penzance. Five minutes to opening ceremonies!
3: Okay, okay, don't panic. You've ridden one of these a bunch of times. Just don't look down. I don't know about you, but I have a very fleeting relationship with sports. I'm passing by and there's a round of space soccer on. I'll park the kind starlight and catch an inning or two. And monster boarding is no different, but I've never been inside the drone or anywhere like it. It's on a whole other level. It's a huge cylindrical tower with levels of bleachers climbing up a quarter mile into the sky. And the playing field uses all of that space.
1: In mere minutes, we'll be broadcasting live to every television set, radio, city alert, drone, and billboard in New Penzance, and many other cities across Titan. Eyes open, you beautiful moon!
3: Streets are one thing. Here, from one of the unused entryways into the arena, I was looking at a single metal rail reaching out over a 20-foot drop. It's one of two dozen, like metal spaghetti, twisting up and down around each other across the arena. Some of them just end in front of these electrified rings that rocket you through the sky. I found one of the safe platforms Alder was talking about and was trying to trace the path I'd have to take to get there. Monster boards are magnetic, so as long as I could stay on mine, I'd be fine. Alright, how do I even rev this thing up? The problem with that is that the only one I could find was three generations old at least. Rusted half through and dripping black goo on the floor. The name written on it said, "Heartbuster" in cursive purple neon. Confidence, not high.
2: All right, board brains, this is it. Our teams have taken their places and are ready to come out onto the field. But first, some opening words from the team captain of the Penzance Blitzers and president and CEO of the Jetson L. Cowellweather Memorial Board Fellow Drone, New Penzance Mayor Jetson Cowellweather Jr. Please turn your attention to the Jumbotron where... Hanging from a spider web of
3: support beams up above the arena, the Jumbotron hissed. Eight screens, All supposed to be showing the big-shot asshole who runs the place. Instead, it was someone else glowering down at the arena. And at me. Hello,
6: people and visitors of New Penzance. My name is Strelitzia. I'm sure the majority of you don't know me, and certainly weren't expecting to see my face here today. Those who do know who I am, Hello down there, Mr. Cowlweather. May have some type of guess as to what's happening here today. I will happily fill the rest of you in.
3: If I strain my eyes, I could see the CEO of Monster Boarding look pretty freaked out from the little bulletproof box where he stood. Somewhere among the high-rise stands, where he thought he was going to be saying some canned lines about the glory of the beautiful game before the sky
6: clouded with synthetic diesel. New Penzance, I come to you today as a number of things. A citizen, for one, born here and hoping to die here one day alongside family and friends who have something to truly call their own. I'm also here as a part of this city's booming industry. No, you will not find my name, nor my wares, on the many esteemed sponsor boards of the Drome, but you will most certainly find it in the pockets and up the noses of more people here and across the systems than you'll ever get to admit it. I'm sure our esteemed Mr. Cowellweather himself has partaken. I know what I charge people like him.
3: It's right around now that I realized there was a missing piece in the plan. Strelitzia wanted to hold the drome, the building, hostage. No boarding or, or something's gonna blow, but how did she expect me to get out there without setting one off
6: early? However, today I come here most importantly as a representative. I would like a show of hands. How many of the people in the stadium today are local to the city of New Penzance?
3: It was hard, past the point of trying to count faces in that layer cake of heads. They were all moving around, confused, concerned, some laughing. Did they think this was all a joke? Was it all part of the show to them? Answers aside, I didn't see a lot of hands raised. The few I did were in walled-off VIP boxes.
6: As expected. Funny, isn't it? that in a city of six million people, so few are among you here today. Well, I'm sorry to say, but most of my neighbors here are busy today. Some of them helped you park your cruisers. Others served you, overworked and underpaid with a smile as you tramped up and down our city for the last week, and as I'm sure you plan to do tonight. When those of you on the winning team side are through destroying our town in pure reverie, It will be more of us who cough on your engine exhaust as we clean the streets up after you. Most of the people doing that work don't get to see their families anymore, let alone get paid enough to come and see a game like this. Now, this game is for you, isn't it? Because as long as people such as the exalted mayor slash captain slash CEO are in charge, this whole city will be served up to you. Well, as it so happens, my neighbors and I are tired of holding up the platter. Today, it crashes to the ground.
3: Strelitzia's face went to static for a moment, and then replaced by photos. Ones I had taken and sent to older than night before. Huge support beams, slathered with so much of that blue goop. Just talking about it, I think I can still smell the
6: stuff. Right now, the Borefellow the gaping mouth of the animal, is rigged with blue jay gum and ready to blow should you declare the games ripe right to begin. The gum is primed to detonate at several locations across the building should the roars of hoverboards get to their typical din. Although who knows, even just one might do. I swear, in that moment,
3: Strelitzi adjusted her gaze and it was like she was looking right at me. It all made sense. She was giving me the green light. lady. You'd better know what you're doing.
6: (sighs) Aha! I did it. Holy shit! And there, Mr. Cowlweather, is your proof. The structure should continue to stand after just a single burst beam, but now that you are aware that I mean business, I suggest you take it as such. As for the rest of you in this arena, I suggest you take your leave. Sterlitzia
3: didn't have to tell them. The mass of tiny heads and bodies was swirling now. People screaming and running to get out as fast as they could. You can only imagine the choke at any stairway. I didn't have a lot of time to think about that though.
5: Woo! Woo!
3: Oh my god, I'm gonna fall off and die. Happy to report that I didn't. Two things about tournament legal monster boarding. One. The rails are magnetized, so the board wasn't going anywhere I didn't want it to. Two, your feet get strapped in like on a snowboard. The result? Alder was right. Speeding along a high-tech track, wind blasting me in the face, and 30 feet of air below me on a metal diesel guzzler? I was actually safer than it felt like. I guess.
6: Woo! 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 I imagine that Mr. Cowellweather and his friends in the city are quite busy right now, between evacuating the Drome and trying to cut the feed. One thing I will let you in on, it's not only the drone. My face and words are being broadcast everywhere on Titan that tuned in to watch today's festivities live. And so, good people of Titan, I trust that I have your full and undivided attention.
3: platform holder was talking about. Wait. How am I supposed to make this jump when the track... Oh. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't have a choice to make the jump. It was just a sudden uphill and then shoomp. Nothing but air. These things are supposed to be whole thrills all the time after all. No, no, no! <sighs> <sighs> If I bruise, it'll be a bruise with a story behind it. (laughs) Like anyone will believe me. Alright, my guy. I'm on the platform. What? Hey! Everything
5: is super under control! Oh, uh, that's good. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Awesome! Hang on to that feeling. Are you safe right now? Uh, well, let
3: me think about that. I just slingshotted myself across a quarter mile of M.C. Escher's diarrhea. Who? Huh? I just careened across this fucking drome on a half-broken board from the Stone Age and somehow managed to make it to the rest area without ending up completely face-first in the shit. So yeah, ma'am, I guess I'm as safe as I can be considering the factors at hand. Please tell me you've devised a plan to get me out of here.
5: Yes, but based on your demeanor, you're not gonna like it.
3: Oh, but Alder, don't you know I love things that fucking suck and endanger my life. Clem? In fact, when my very existence fails to enter a state of peril, I go, Oh, gee, I guess I must be entering a dry period. Clem! What? Clem, there are two people
5: monster boarding towards you. Do you see them?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. What's up with that? I thought everybody left.
5: Well, clearly not. I can't see from up here. Are they armed? How am I supposed to...
3: Wait, up here? Alder, where are you?
5: Up here. Oh, oh uh...
3: Okay, yep, I am now looking up, and I do see a spaceship there.
5: Hello. Okay, listen, me and my crew are gonna drop down there and intercept them, hang tight. I- intercept? The ship above me, hovering
3: probably 20 feet past the top of the drone, opening up a loading bay, and like bullets,
6: blam, blam,
3: blam, blam. Four blurs like gunshots, one of them was older. The others, I couldn't make out just yet. I didn't have a lot of time anyway. Just as they landed on the track, I have to weave out of the way of an electrified bat held by an Olympian on a board spewing synthetic gas. I turn around to watch them zoom off and I'm face to face with another one, with another bat. They always talk about your life flashing before your eyes, but all I could pay attention to was the really, really fancy gear she was wearing. Just as it clicked. Ah, duck,
5: Alder, holy shit, are you okay? Hey, you're not supposed to swear at me. You're a professional.
3: <sighs> and you're going through all the professional risk. Here, let me help you up. Alright, please tell me you dropped
5: down here with a plan. I did, but I dropped it. What?
4: Looking for this?
5: What the?
3: One of the two boarders who had taken a swing at me was standing on the platform with us. That fancy gear was covered in logos. Sponsors? I, I think. In one hand, she held that long metal bat, and the other, a monster board. I thought it was hers for a moment, but she had her own glitz-out hunk of metal pinned carefully on one foot. Aw, Alder, you brought me a ride out of here? Okay, lady, give me that back. Alder?
5: Calico?
4: Alder? Oh, you've got to be kidding.
5: What are you- How are you here? Alder, you know this lady? Know her? Clem, this is Calico Blitz. She and her brother Judah were the ones I used to board with back in
3: the- Back
4: before you ditched us for a job. You really sparked a trend there, you know that?
3: I did? It took me a minute, but I got there. The hideout where Alder and I had chased that package thief, and I came to New Penzance with the blue jay gum. Alder had talked big about the people who ran the place back when he rode there, but the kids we met said his old friends were gone. That they'd gone to work for the man, I think.
4: Turns out, everybody has to give up and hunt down a paycheck sooner or later. You left, more followed. Me and Judah started getting antsy.
5: So you got recruited?
4: They're always holding auditions in this city. If there's anything the big shots like more than the games, it's finding more new faces to play them. Me and Judah figured we'd test well. We figured right. I'm surprised you didn't know. The team's called the Penzance Blitzers now, after all. Who do you think that's for?
5: I've been busy.
4: So I see. Gotta admit, kid, I never pegged you for a terrorist. We're not terrorists. How do you of all people not see that? What?
3: I was really glad Calico didn't have her attention on me. I watched her, bat still in her hand, but not about to break that board she was clutching. More than that, though, if she was looking at me, she might have seen me notice what was coming up
5: behind her. You two are better than this. We all were. I... this has to be a joke.
4: Don't tell me what I'm better than, kid. Me and Judah traded in that dire warehouse for apartments with clean water, heat, air conditioning, the works. We don't have to take odd jobs to feed ourselves anymore. We get all the board parts we want, as long as we keep winning.
5: As long as you keep winning for the Drome? New Penzance is dying, Calico. Did you really forget how the rest of the city lives?
4: Wipe the stars out of your eyes, kid. Me and Judah did what we had to do to survive, and nothing that lady up there tells you is actually going to change anything.
3: I'd seen alder feel a lot of things, between the Blue Jay gum trip and this one. I'd seen him mad, but not like this. When he saw the way his own boarding hideout had been let, he was a loud, luxury, angry kind of dude. The kind that sprays out like a shower head. But today, he was more like a garden hose.
5: We're fighting to change things. This city could be so much more. It could be a place where you wouldn't have to put on that stupid uniform, slap on the logos of 20 companies that own all the buildings in town, and look the other way while the crowds you draw in displace people from their homes. You can get all nice and cozy in whatever new life you've made for yourselves, Calico. I hope you do. But none of what you left behind will ever go away. And if you don't believe me, then maybe you should meet the new class.
4: What the?
3: And there's what I was looking at. The other three monster boarders I saw come in with Alder each streaked across the length of the platform. Borgus, Gorbus, and Rongo. The same package thieves we had tangoed with a couple months ago all without even touching the ground. The first two caught Calico off guard, and the third actually grabbed their board in their hands, in midair, and slapped her across the face with it.
4: <coughs> that
5: hurt, you little- ah! Clem, take that board and get out of here.
3: Sure enough, Calico Blitz had dropped the board she was holding. I picked it up and looked at Alder, who was doing his best to keep her down. He had the upper hand, but she was bigger than him.
4: Clem, go! Get off me, you twerp!
3: Calico lunged up, ready to throw Alder off her and probably over the edge of the platform. I didn't give her the chance. I don't think so. Huh! Second monster board I've broken in half in, what, three minutes? You wouldn't think they would make these things so fragile.
5: I think... I think you knocked her out cold, Clem.
3: Huh, I hope so. We've only got so many of these things left.
5: We, (laughs) Okay, well, the bad news is you broke the board I brought for you. The good news is that she won't be needing this one anytime soon.
3: The board of the Great Calico Blitz? Wow, what an honor. Jeez, look at this thing. You could run a log through this engine and make wood chips.
5: No, you can't. I actually tried that once. You're sure you're not, like,
3: breaking Strelitzia code by letting me have this? This board is funded by everything you're fighting against, isn't it?
5: We're staging a revolution, Clem. We use what we have.
3: Right. We use what we have.
5: Alright, now get on that board and make a run for it.
3: Where am I supposed to go? The ship is all the way above the Drome.
5: He's gonna lower it down. You just have to get to that jump.
3: Balder pointed, but it wasn't hard to find the one. Among all the monster board track around us, there was one piece that lit up, and huge coils rising up to the top of the whole drome, ending in a... well, a big drop. Really
5: big. You can make it, Clem. You're not bad on a board. What about you? You and your guys? We'll be right behind you. This is a rescue mission, after all. And I think they're having a blast just being here. Calico was right about one thing, you know. This place may be the center of New Penzance's problems, but... (sighs) Might be just about the best monster boarding you'll ever find. Hey, Alder,
3: I'm sorry you reconnected with those two this way. I I get that you really looked up
5: to them. I'm not surprised. We all thought about it at some point. That's the reason people like the Cowlweathers and whoever else rise to power like this. They offer people things that seem like good deals. Anyway, I got my own little crew now. Yeah, you surprised me with that. Were you just not gonna tell me? Hey. I'm a monster boarder, Clem. I may not always show it, but I've got a flare for surprises! With that,
3: he was gone, shooting off to who I'm guessing was Judah Blitz, furiously racing around and swatting at Borgos, Gorbos, and Rongo. I turned around and took a look at the closest piece of track, and then I let the door open that I have been holding closed since I touched Calico's board. Okay, letter opener, what have you got for me?
4: I came! Just like the Jerome guys said. Oh man, this is like Christmas. It's... Oh man. It's beautiful. The engines, the repulsors, it's... It's all just like we specified. I never thought... uh, uh, Hey, Judah, take your time coming out here. Ooh, Uh, give me a minute to not look like such a mess. I just... I never thought I'd ever be holding a board this nice in my life. Aw, oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Judah, wake your ass up and open yours so we can go take them for a spin!
3: Okay, I'm sorry, but I need
4: to find something I can use. We're through my- that's not what I Okay, now spot me. I'm gonna take it up to the high jump.
3: I can't always see things when I use the letter opener. Usually I can't. Sometimes I get vague impressions, but they move in ways I can't keep up with. It's like taking anesthesia and trying to follow the surgeon who's about to take a tooth out of your head. This time, though, I kept thinking, harder and harder, about the track, and about anything from Calico's memory that could help me get up to that jump. And I saw it seared across my eyes, like light under your eyelids after looking at a bright light for too long.
4: Woo! Look at the speed on this thing! Ha! Wow!
3: Calico Blitz was a firefly with a jetpack, and wherever she went, a trail of light stayed behind. I watched her weave, turn, hop, leap, and then start her way up to the huge corkscrew, rising in circles up and up and up to the top of the whole drome, Uh I couldn't see a sun in the letter opener's vision, but if I could, she would have blotted it right out while she hit the jump.
0: <laughs> <Woo>!
3: <laughs> As the letter opener closed, that path of light stayed. Just like staring at bright light, every time I blinked, I could see her path, tracing purple and orange and yellow, like a neon paintbrush. All I had to do was follow it. Okay, Calico, time to follow your lead.
6: Item number 13, the seven-block stretch from Magnolia Boulevard to Chrysanthemum Parkway, which is periodically closed down monthly for a quote-unquote enthusiast gala. This event, organized by the daughter of the city planner, I believe, is entirely designed to get people excited for the next game at the Drome. Roughly half the homes on those blocks have been abandoned, and the residents still remaining have had no choice but to work nights at the monthly gala because the alternative is night after night spent unable to sleep. This event must be summarily dismantled and every resident of those blocks paid handsomely out of the funds that would have been spent on various monster board hero floats which haunt those streets every month. Oh, wow, she's still at it. I wonder how long that dossier is. Item number 14. The four-story water fountain in Sandstone Square, currently a no-touching water feature only running on weekends, could be safely and efficiently upgraded into a clean water source for drinking and recreation by all New Penzance citizens. As seen on these blueprints, drawn up by some of my hard-working staff.
3: Strelitzia was certainly making use of the airtime. She spent a few minutes talking about exactly why the drone made life a living hell for the people of New Penzance. And now she was on the sales pitch. Hello, I've taken this building hostage, here are my demands, and here's why I'm right for wanting them. I didn't have too long to think about that. I was following Calico's trail, taking a corkscrew halfpipe, riding a rail that flipped me upside down and back too fast for me to fall off, and zigzagging me between two different walls of fake neon fire. I was just about to a point where I could jump onto the corkscrew rail to the top when I heard them.
0: Hey, courier! Duck! Make like a goose! Whoa!
3: I obliged, just quick enough to get grazed by another bat. I hadn't even realized there was another rail running parallel to mine, and on it was Judah Blitz. Same uniform as Calico, but with even more mean glint in his eyes. Hey, buddy, listen. I promise I'll return your sister's board. I'm just borrowing it. Not a word, huh? Okay, yeah. I get it. Actions speak louder than words. How do I make this thing outspeed you?
0: Hey, fancy boy!
4: Watch where you're riding!
3: And there was Borgas Or Gorbis? Certainly one of the two. Riding straight at Judah, who yelped like a strung-out hyena and leapt onto another track.
0: Alright! Mail person! You're clear! We'll take care of this guy. The boss said we could do whatever we wanted to him! Is Alder your boss now, or is it still... These boys still work for me, courier. You better watch out. They may be friendly today, but they can still rob you blind next time. <laughs>
3: so you work for Alder, and they... Hey, you know what? I don't care. I'm getting out of here. Uh, thanks for your service.
0: I'll snatch something good from you the next time you set foot in this city, Bianchi. Uh,
3: sure, dude. I'll bring extra servings of junk mail just for you. Here we go. What? I was on the corkscrew and making big, sweeping revolutions up and up the arena. It was the first time I'd had the chance to take the scene in since everything started. The crowds were all gone from the stands now. The Super Mayor was arguing with a bunch of people in dark glasses, probably about whether to stay or go. Strelitzia was still listing her demands on the Jumbotrons. Down below, Alder's newly official trio of doofuses were giving Judah Blitz the hardest time of his life. And Alder?
5: Hey, Alder, where did you go? Ride faster, Clem. She got me. I didn't think she'd wake up, but she got me. What? Thief!
3: I could only turn around for a moment without getting board sick, but that was all I needed. Hurtling at me on Alder's monster board, Calico Blitz had blood flying out of her nose from where I beamed her. She didn't seem to care.
4: Give me back that board, you trash!
3: Now at this point, you might stop to wonder, but Clem! How come the rest of the Blue Jaygum hadn't gone off from the sound of your incredible boardmanship, and also the several other people who were just okay at it? Well, Alder had told me that it would take until the game time or so for it to fully set in and activate once I rubbed it all over the arena, meaning that before, I had probably just set off the batch I had put in place first.
4: You're a silver leaf, aren't you? I can see the logo on the back of your stupid coat, you stupid courier!
3: It had probably been long enough since then that the next batch was active. I didn't want to screw up Strelitzia's bargaining chips, but I also didn't want to get knocked off the rail to my death by a rabid athlete.
4: I thought your whole station vanished. But I guess I get the honor of disappearing this one. Alright, that's it.
3: Where's the boost button on the- Whoa! Holy shit! Oh my god, oh my god, ah, oh, there she is. She was able to grab onto a rail. This is my board now, loser. <laughs> Next time you need mail delivered, you'd better think twice about who you get it from. Neither snow, or rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night, buck nuts. Oh boy, that second blast couldn't have helped anything. This whole place feels like it's about to blow. Hello? Clem, I can barely see you. Are you safe up there? Yeah, I'm nearly at the top. That ship has its cargo door open. What do I do?
5: Just, just leap in? Yeah, and do it quick. I think this place is gonna start really falling apart after that boost you just took. What about you, Alder? Don't worry about me. Go! That's not gonna happen, man. Alder! Alder!
3: Shit. Okay, kid. I'm not leaving you here. But first, let's make this jump. I have to admit, as I pushed off the end of the track, careening into the open maw of the little starship hanging in front of me, I kind of got it. The rush of the whole thing. I felt pretty cool. Which, you know, sometimes cool only lasts a moment. Ah, my ribs! these people do this for a living? You'd better not have
7: broken anything back there.
3: No, I think I'm all right. Wait, Vance?
7: I mean, you'd better not have broken anything on my ship. Get into the cockpit, I'm not hanging around here.
3: Hold on. Vance, I, I never thought I'd be this happy to see you.
7: Sit down and buckle up. This place is falling apart, we need to get out of here. Then you can gloat all you want.
3: How are you here? Y- you react all weird when I saw you yesterday. Were you secretly working a job for Sterelixia too? That doesn't seem like you. I don't even know the full list of everything she's up to. But everything I know on it seems like it set your hair on you- Whoa! Hold on! You gotta get us up above the drone for a minute. For a minute? Alright, listen. You're right. I- I'll poke fun at you later. Right now, I need you to do something. What? Alder and his crew are still down there. Y- you got them here, right? They're probably gonna get crushed if we don't do something quick.
7: Bianchi, WE'RE going to get crushed if I even so much as dip the nose of this ship down there! That last stun you did tipped this whole place off its axis!
3: I know, I know, I- and those guys down there are about to be trapped in it because of me. They came to rescue me, and now they're fishing in a barrel. I, I fucked up. You f- pardon? I fucked up. My boo set off the blue jay gum. It was the only thing I could think to do, and right now my friends are in danger because of it. I know you and I don't always see eye to eye on much, man, but all I want to do right now is fix things. And as you can see, I can't exactly unexplode the drone, but I can at least try and get them out of harm's way. If, if you'll help me. (sighs) Bianchi. Clem. I...
7: I'm the one who knocked you out and left you here. You... what? When I touched your mail yesterday, I saw... I heard you and that woman talking. I heard her whole plan, or as much of it as you had.
3: Ah, oh, jeez,
7: Vance. At first I was going to call the police, but I had no way to prove anything, no photos, no recordings, no
3: anything. So I took matters into my own hands. So what? Your idea of doing that was tasing me and leaving me in the arena? I panicked, okay? I freaked out.
7: I was going to come back for you, but then one of the guards almost spotted me, so I had to get out of there. I got a lot from when we met yesterday, including your friend Alder's comm number and the location of that dragonfly nest place.
3: So you went begging to help the evil revolution, evil revolution, that's going to tip this whole city into chaos?
7: It's like you said, I couldn't undo what I'd done, so I had to find a way to help make things right.
3: Oh. Yeah, okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, thank you?
7: Thank me later, after we get your friend and his cronies out of here.
3: Vance was right about one thing. Don't tell him I said that. The board fellow drone was coming down like it meant business. Vance wasn't the fastest pilot, or his ship just wasn't the quickest bird in the sky. Either way, strips of boarding track had come loose from their skeletons and were falling around us as we dove back down into the drone. It felt like we were diving into the center of the Earth, and the upper crust of the planet was reaching down to beat us there. Do you see them? I'm looking. There's a lot of dust and sparks and stuff.
7: Well, look harder. I can only weave around like this for so long.
3: Vance, down there. They're on the platforms I was on before.
1: Okay. What was that? Uh, Vance,
3: buddy, fly down and don't look up. I'll take that job. Understood. Vance wasn't quite in a nosedive, but getting myself out of my seat and back out of the cockpit wasn't the easiest thing I've ever done. The guy's so tidy, there wasn't as much junk to use as handholds as I would have had in the starlight. Either way, I held onto a guardrail, my feet smudging up a viewport window as I looked up. Sterlizia was still going on the jumbotrons, but if anyone else was left in the arena, they wouldn't be able to see her for long. Half of the steel beams holding the jumbotrons up had snapped, or bent, or uh, I don't know. And just gotten fucked up. Has a look out there? Go faster. Then my stomach got spiked into my skull as the ship pulled out of its dive. I lost track of the Jumbotron and instead got hit with a blast of heat and smoke and sound. If the letter opener was voices of real people, this was like a letter opener of metal and concrete all crumbling apart.
7: I'm going to get close as I can. It's not gonna be easy.
3: Oh no. I could see why. Alder, Rongo, Borgos, and Gorbos were all accounted for on the safety platform. But not all of them are looking too good.
0: Hey! It's the courier! You came back for us! That's Stupular.
3: Are you guys cool out here? Just hanging out or would you like a ride home?
0: I'm fine. i oh,
5: Vance, can you get us any closer? Yes, but we can't be here long. You guys go and jump across. I'll be right behind you. You took that fall pretty hard, Mr.
0: Elder. We're not going to leave you to fend for yourself, Mr. Alder. That's right. The courier's not the only one here who owes you one, man. Alright, gentlemen. I'm going to hop across. You know what to do. Yes, Mix. Just like we practiced. Wait,
5: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Coming aboard!
3: What's about to happen here? Just
0: be ready to help
3: catch him. Ready to what? Before Alder could complain anymore. Borgus and Gorbus each grabbed him under one arm, feet on their boards, and started
0: to move. Ready, dude? Born ready, dude. Oh, and duck. Again? Three, two, what a bunga! They boosted, they
3: jumped, and they made it. Me and Rongo ducked low enough that they could sail over us and into the ship's cargo bay with Alder held between them, wailing like a little baby. We reached out to grab him, but the guys had him most of the way through the door on their own. And then the ship bucked forward. Alder, I've got you. Here, come on. Consider that your five-second warning. We're all accounted for back here, Vance.
7: Good, because we don't have time.
3: Then, for a minute, it felt like we'd won. The cargo door closed behind us, panting on the floor. Rongo started to help Alder up. Borgos and Gorbos were hooting and high-fiving over their six stunts. And then came the boom.
7: No time to buckle up! That Jumbotron's about to come down on top of us! How do you expect to get around that? I don't!
3: What are you going to do?
7: We're here now, no way out but through!
3: Vance's ship is a lot smaller than mine. That wasn't great for the four of us in the cargo hold, who all got flung against the back wall as Vance blasted us into a corkscrew, curving around the drone's base. But it was great for sharp turns. First around a curve, and then suddenly... Up we went. Couldn't tell you what caused it, but the door to the cockpit came open. Maybe just from the shock of Vance driving the thing like never before? I was pinned against the cargo door, and there was nowhere else to look but forward. Through the door, and through Vance's viewport, into the new Pinzant sky up in front of us.
6: Well that, and the
3: Jumbotron.
6: And as the drone comes crumbling down, we know that the rubble of today is an opportunity to rebuild tomorrow.
3: A ring of huge screens, all sparking as electrical wires snapped. There was space to get through the middle. I didn't know if it would be enough. I don't know if Vance knew for sure either. But you know what? Got it! Get us out of here! did it. Woo! (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) yes! Well, there goes Strelitzia.
5: That's fine. She got the message across.
0: DUDE! That was incredibly bogus! We had you pegged for a total square! But that was some of the sickest flying in the whole universe! What? I...
7: Thank you. There's nothing, really. Just putting my skills to good use.
3: Hey, lay off him. He doesn't need anything going to his head.
5: Clem, thanks. You didn't have to. Of course I did.
3: You got me out of there, you made me a promise, and you kept that dang thing. There's no way I was going to let you get left behind.
5: What? (laughs) That? Clem, I'll have you know I had everything to do with this operation under control. (laughs) Ha, (laughs)
8: Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
3: We landed in the middle of the dragonfly nest. It wasn't really by choice.
7: I just want to get you people out of my ship as fast as humanly possible. Understandable, dude! Sorry Gorbis
0: vommed into your air vents. You did what? Getting put in life-threatening danger makes my tummy a little upset. Later, dudes!
5: Ugh. I should go ahead and see what the status of things is. Clem, come whenever you're ready. Bitch bet Strelitzia's going to want to talk to you before you head off. It's nice to meet you, Vance. And they were right. That was some pretty slick flying you did back there. Thank you. That was some pretty slick monster boarding yourself.
3: Oh my god, are you trying to flirt with him? Shh!
7: He's not that far away. He might hear you.
3: Oh, (laughs) as if I'm not going to tell him anyway?
7: This is my punishment for what I did, isn't it?
3: Ma'am, listen. Am I mad at you that you got into my business? Yeah. But you did actually save my life back there. And kick some ass doing it.
7: Don't patronize me, Bianchi. I saw what that woman and her people were up to, and I got scared. I thought it was some kind of criminal empire about to tear the city to shreds.
3: But then Strelitzia talked your ear off until you saw it her way?
7: Oh, no, I actually never met her. It was actually... (coughs) Your friend there.
3: Alder convinced you to join the cause? And now you've got a little crush on him? I do not! Vance has got a crush! Vance has got a crush! I'm leaving, Bianchi. Alright, alright, sorry. Hey, take care of yourself, man. Don't let anyone else get better at pushing your buttons than I am.
7: Your self-flattery comes as easy as ever, I see. Whatever she's paying you, do know that I expect 5% to cover whatever damage that whole ordeal caused my engines.
3: I think you'll have to contact your new boyfriend about that one.
7: He's not. Goodbye.
3: And there he goes. All right. Who else do I need to talk to before I can go take the longest nap of my life? Courier Bianchi. Oh, you again. You're very good at finding me. Uh, Help. Sorry, help with what?
5: My name. It's Help. Help McKinney.
3: Oh, well, how can I help you? Help?
5: (laughs) Strelitzia would like a word if you have a moment. She only has so long before the next phase begins.
3: The next phase? Come along. Man, after her whole broadcast, I kind of expected, I don't know, this whole place to be flooded with cops.
5: Yes, I do imagine we'll be getting some visitors here shortly. Your escape from the arena certainly turned things on their head. Once Strelitzia's finished with you, you won't want to be staying here very long.
3: So, is this, like, your whole job? Doing Strelitzia's errands? Grabbing couriers she needs to loom at?
7: She does have a tendency to loom, doesn't she?
3: Totally. I'm gonna be off-planet and still feeling like I'm under her shadow.
5: Well, some of us come to find we like the shade. As to your question, I'm her wife. What? Here we are. Please go in. We're in a bit of a hurry.
6: Oh, uh, okay. Ah, there they are. Come along. Hi, Strelitzia. Are you hacking? A keen observance. Come, I have your payment. Okay. Are you going somewhere? Clem, today went one of two ways. It could have been stable, with my bargaining chip remaining intact as I read through the list of this city's many demons and called for their exorcism.
3: And the other way is how things actually went?
6: Precisely. I suspect that the city of New Penzance did not take kindly to the destruction at large of the board Fellow Drome, Your escape attempt has triggered what I consequentially believe will be taken as a declaration of war. Strelitzia, I'm sorry. I- I have neither time nor need for apologies, courier. The moment I sent you into that arena, I knew any number of things could go wrong. And when you didn't come back, I feared we were going to have to negotiate you out of a hostage situation.
3: You would have done that? For me?
6: But then, lo and behold, you came back onto our raider the next day. The moment you did, I knew we could use that.
3: So, me setting off the first explosion, that was all part of the plan?
6: It was a part of a plan. When you hike up a mountain and get caught without an umbrella, one must find shelter wherever they are. So, you
3: did what you could with the situation you were in.
6: (laughs) Very good. Here you are. Sixty thousand denarii, as promised.
3: Whew, boy. Thank you. So, where are you going?
6: the nest is on the move. I'm not certain that New Penzance is set to swarm my compound with armed soldiers, but I will not be taking that chance. If we need to retake the dragonfly nest tomorrow, we'd best get out of the way today. Whether my prediction is right or not, today was about sending a message to New Penzance's people, and to everyone on Titan. Some knew what I said was true, others knew it, but needed someone to show them what they knew. Others will disagree, and call me whatever words they want to. But they will have heard the city's voice, and exactly what it thinks of being the host to a parasite. Well, if you ever need my services again,
3: I'll think about it.
6: Quite. My middlemen you went through have actually been on something of a sabbatical themselves. One of my many enemies in this city was able to hunt some of them down and send them running, it seems. Oh. I, uh, may have known something about that. Is that so? But when I got here, you said you weren't going to use them anymore anyway, so I thought they'd be safe, and- <laughs> So that's what you look so paranoid about when you arrived. I expect it was Pharaoh's doing? Well, by the time you got to me, they were already in trouble anyway. None of them have died, as far as I know. They're too good for that. I feel really stupid for not just telling you anyway. Bianchi, take a rule out of my own book, if it helps. Don't allow yourself the time to feel stupid. Okay. I'll get on that. And I'll let you get to it. Sounds like you've got a lot more to do. The work is never finished, Bianchi, and the fight has just begun. You helped me to deliver a message today, Clem. If you take pride in your work, then I hope that this little adventure will be no different. Thanks, Tralitia. And, uh, good luck.
5: She cheer you out?
3: (sighs) You scared me. Are you okay walking around on that ankle?
5: Oh, this? It's actually robotic. Yeah, lost my foot in a boarding accident when I was a kid. I fixed the ankle on the ship while you were uh, harassing your friend.
3: Right. Oh, Vance? Yeah, I guess we are friends, sort of.
5: He seems like he's got his heart in the right place. He was freaked out when I found him. Sure he'd left you to die in there. He wanted to do whatever it would take.
3: Ugh, oh, don't you go and start falling for him right back. What? Anyway, I guess, uh, I'm out of here. Looks like everyone else is, too. You running out of town with Strelitzia and the rest?
5: Nah. Gonna lay low for a while, then stick around. Be your eyes and ears.
3: Is that dangerous? After you were out in the middle of a,
5: (laughs) a terrorist attack? Nobody was there but us, Clem. Who's gonna know? Fair enough.
3: So, uh, do you think this is really gonna change things? What do you mean? Strelitzia thanked me for helping her deliver a message. And yeah, sure, a lot of people on Titan heard her. But what now? New Penzance isn't just going to hand her the keys.
5: That's true. But the thing is, people have to know what's wrong in this city before anything else can happen. They have to hear someone tell them that it doesn't have to be that way. Did you need that? Sure. That was the whole pitch when I signed on. It was how I got my little crew to come along, too. Well, good for you,
3: Mr. Alder.
5: Ah, and here I thought you were going to let that one go. <laughs> Think again.
3: Couriers have great years, kid.
5: Well, I hope the rest of the city does, too. Now we wait for more people to join the cause. Maybe we get the people in charge to let us take over, or maybe we take this place by force. Change comes at the count of three. One way or another, we're starting the count. Is
3: that another Strelitzia-ism?
5: That's actually uh, one of mine.
3: One of? Are you a poet now? You'd better walk me to my ship so you can give me some of your other material. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's the long and short of it. Alder and I said our goodbyes.
8: Hmph.
3: And I got off the world before a horde of cops on monster boards chased me out. End of log.
8: Log saved. Would you like me to chart a course for any new destination, Courier?
3: Honestly? Find me a satellite or something where we can just park for a while. Maybe get a burger? I think I have earned a burger.
8: A healthy commitment to self-care is applaudable as always, Courier. Setting a course to the nearest Tremendous Max Park and Gorge. Fabulous. May I provide any additional assistance, Courier? I'm just thinking, I guess.
3: Strelitzia was right. The letter opener is a tool, isn't it?
8: Such a classification does not seem ill-assigned, Courier.
3: Well, then I guess I should keep using it? Trying to use it the right way, I mean. To help people? Is that your desire? I don't know. I'm just a courier, Doga. I deliver packages, I zip all across the galaxy, I don't get involved in civil wars.
8: Your most recent report suggests otherwise, courier.
3: I know. That's just it. If I'm going to have the letter opener anyway, I should use it. But I feel like using it is changing me. I wonder how Vance has been dealing with it. I should have asked him that. Hell, for that matter, there are 26 other Silverleaf Couriers out there. And I only have tabs on two of them. I wonder what the rest have been doing with this.
8: Career. Estimated fly time, one relative hour, thirty-four minutes.
3: Alright, Doga, alright. I get it. I didn't think I'd be here, so I'm just trying to- well, you heard the whole story. I'm not going to repeat myself, although,
8: do you know where my old dobro is? You have left your musical instrument of choice under your captain's console for roughly Three hundred sixty-three relative days.
3: Jeez, fine. Shame you for being out of practice. Alright, come here, you old thing. I've had the tune from that theremin stuck in my head ever since I heard it. I was never much good with this thing, but it's better than the melody just bouncing its blue jays around in my head all night. (laughs)
0: Additional postage required, Episode 10, Game Day, Part 2. Starred Kai Swanson as Clementina Bianchi, Scotty Jacobson as Alder, Lex Frazier as Strelitzia, Rachel Schumacher as Calico Blitz, and Jared Hill as Vance Tarr, with Logan Jenkins as Price Halfalter, Mac Fell as Bethany Now, Ron White and Raina McCurry as and Gorbis, Jay Petroquin as Rongo Gulch, Wheels Wheeler as Help McKinney, and Felix Kingsley as Doga. Game Day was written, directed, and edited by Jay Petroquin, co-produced by Chris Hutton. Our opening theme, Kind Starlight, was written and produced by Jay Petroquin and Tim Lamarck, and the show's artwork was created by Gary Kalupa. This episode featured the song Momentum by the band Jig Jam. Check them out at jigjam.ie or look them up wherever you get your music. Other music and sound effects come from the Soundstripe Sound Effects Catalog, freesound.org, and the Film Cal Sound Effects Library. Thanks, as always, to our supporters on Patreon over at patreon.com slash additional postage required. Although the season is over now, new content is going to keep hitting the Patreon feed throughout the summer, like episode commentaries, a lost episode 2 script, and even some side stories that don't quite warrant a whole episode on their own. You can also support the show by giving us a rating and review on iTunes, or wherever you listen, and by telling your friends, word of mouth is the one thing still more powerful than postage. Additional postage required can be found on Twitter at APR underscore podcast. We are also a member of the Moonshot Podcast Network, where you can find a galaxy of shows ready to blast their own cavalcade of voices into your head. We can't guarantee that you'll be saved by your friends or saving your friends from a futuristic sports dome headed to absolute collapse, but you will find improv, action, and good fun. Find out more at moonshotpods.com and join us on Discord to talk about the show. And now, as always, hey, don't forget to write.